Hello and welcome everyone to episode 38 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? How's it going, everybody? I'm Brandon Bovia, English letterer of manga like Dragon Ball Super and uh, Kaiju number eight. Thank- thankfully for me, <laughs> I say, <laughs> that uh, Dragon Ball Super is on a bit of, the manga's on a bit of a hiatus, so I haven't had to... Pr- I- didn't have to work on it this month. I don't know when it's coming back, but it was one of those like, b- like mentally blocking out my schedule. Like, mm. oh, I've got Dragon Ball coming up soon. It's like, wait, no, no, I'm good. It's yeah, you have a little nice. bit of extra free time. <laughs> yeah, wow, what a concept. Enjoy it. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's really what it comes down to. And actually, we uh, were talking before we started recording this episode. You had the chance to sit down and watch the One Piece Odyssey stuff at TGS. Yeah, I did. The thing I was hoping that they would reveal was the release date, which we finally got as in uh, January 12th, which is, you know, uh, I think they originally announced it for 2022, so it slipped a little bit. But, you know, January is not too far away, and I'm uh, pretty excited for it. They uh, showed off a little bit of story stuff. I kind of, you know, it was all entirely in Japanese. And so I, I understood probably about like 30 to 40 percent of what they were saying. So I don't want to I don't want to be like the definitive voice on this topic. But they sort of like sort of lightly touched on the story premise. And it looks like the Straw Hats have all had like their powers taken, which is like a, you know, like, OK, we're going to reset everybody to level one for this JRPG. Um, so it looks like you'll be like accruing your powers back for the whole crew as you like go through the game mm-hmm. and you know they, they showed like battles and stuff the trailer they showed at the end of it was uh, uh, at the end of the trailer had a little tease of a uh, vivian alabasta which is <laughs> kind of funny considering where we're at right now yeah um, that's, that's so. for sure but it also as as you're saying is like if it goes into like memories and stuff it, they could have stuff for later on which oh yeah i get it it's cool from a fan perspective it's like here's a rpg battle against baroque works and crocodile as a boss i was a little disappointed because I was I was excited at the concept of just having an entirely new world to explore. But so it, it it depends on how much they're going to be leaning on that stuff, I guess. There there is a billion and a half games where you can you know play through like alabasta scenarios and stuff like that. But like yeah yeah like I said I I get it. Is this island more of a connective tissue where you go into the memory stuff, or is it just the memory stuff is a little bonus that you get on occasion? Yeah, exactly. I would highly prefer that it is the latter but it works as an rpg because having luffy just go to only have like gum gum pistol and then he gets gum gum exactly and stuff like that you can see the progression yeah yeah and i I think that it makes sense you know i feel like you can only do that so many times in like games and stuff of like all right you're reset but i feel like one piece has never done that before so it it feels fresh in this context yeah i'm curious about it i'm interested there's it's Early 2023 is looking packed with games right now, so I don't know Seriously. if I'd even get even get to it. But yeah. by the time we get to that game's release, we'll only be in the next arc. We'll still be in the next arc of what we're you know after Alabasta. So that is still not far enough for me to feel like I'm not going to get spoiled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that, yeah, and as we've. Uh, they they tend to be very they they let all that stuff out. <laughs> I mm-hmm. feel like uh, in uh, these games and stuff. So it, it it's sort of sad to say that like just from that little alabasta tease, it's sort of like okay, anything's on the table at this point. <laughs> yeah. In terms of uh, like what they'll spoil or what they'll show, and uh, there's tons of stuff in the manga that would be incredibly easy to spoil that the the anime hasn't got yet to, and even you know stuff in the anime that probably better off not seeing yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll see so what they it's, do. It's they, tricky. They started a while ago, so it's probably only up to a certain point. If they could just say what arc this takes place in, I think that would help a lot. Yeah. 
that's the, been the confusing thing for me because they're the the designs they've been using are from a very specific point in the story, hmm. and and they they've kind of become like the default like One Piece brand image, but like that part was like ten years ago. Oh my god! Because so like what what are you? I don't I don't get it. I'm I'm not sure either yet. Is what I'm trying to say. Huh. Well, I guess I guess we'll see, but. In the meantime, we have some chapters to talk about, and honestly, hope you're ready for some fighting, because uh, that's what most of it is, as we start with yes. chapter 186-4. Yeah, that's not confusing. <laughs> Been a while since we had a, had a like uh, cover page, everybody looking pretty awesome, getting reminded of Zoro's scar, because, yeah, man, it still looks nasty. Oh, yeah. I feel like I see this spread everywhere, or, or maybe it's just like the Zoro pose? I think but it's like, the Zoro pose, yeah. Yeah, the, like the Zoro pose and the hippo, for some reason, like... The the anime might have used it in the, the spread on like one of the openings or endings or something. But oh, okay. Like, yeah, I, I feel I feel like I see that that shot of Zoro a lot. The, the thing I found myself focusing on for whatever reason is Luffy's shirt, where it's one plus it, six equals four. I mm, I wonder what that's about. <laughs> I I wonder because mm. the, I wonder if it's like some sort of Japanese pun because I know four equals death. Yeah. Well, I, uh, yeah, I get. I mean, because hmm. so so one plus six is seven. Uh, which is uh, pronounced shichi, or can be pronounced shichi, and the shi part means death, or can mean death. Huh. So maybe okay. <laughs> that's that's my best maybe. guess. <laughs> I yeah, I, I don't know, but let's get into the fight itself because hey, this fight between Chopper, Usopp, and Mister Four, Mister Merry Christmas, not is not over. I gotta say, Chopper looking pretty boss in that. Yeah, well, I mean, because. This whole explosion thing was, like, all from his plan, and he just looks like, yeah, you know, cool guys don't look at explosions. <laughs> That's kind of the vibe I get. And it's amazing how they can actually get some threat, yeah. just visual, visual threat from even Lasso in that smoke. Yeah, just, God, the, uh, on the next page, that close-up where it's just, like, Mr. Four in Shadow going, like, four. Like, at the right scale, that looks like something out of Attack on Titan. <laughs> yeah, or, like, Nemesis from Resident yeah. Evil. <laughs> oh, God. You kind of can't blame Usopp, who just goes no more, and he's just books yeah, it. He's, he's like, I, I don't want to die. I've had enough. I'm out of here. Chopper tries to warn him. It's like, you can't get away from them, and Miss Merry Christmas confirming it. You know, you're trying to get cute with us, but you're not going to run away. And it's like, I at first I was like, oh, Usopp, don't... I, well, first I was hoping that this was a ploy by mm-hmm. him. And then I realized, no, this was legit. He is like just terrified and once yeah. out it, well it's so interesting how it's that key word this merry christmas says how fitting that a feeble captain like yours would have a cowardly crew it's like usopp just like turns on a dime the second he's just like you just call luffy feeble and then the fact that she's saying crocodile killed luffy oh, yeah. and they're just like no no I, you can't be lying you have to be lying and she just taunts him even further laughs at the idea because he's saying that luffy's going to be king of the pirates and this finally hardens Usopp. It's like, okay, I'm ready to fight. <laughs> yes. And that, I, I even love it too. Like, it's to the point where, like, she's laughing and, like, Usopp yells over, like, like his balloon of yelling is, like, over Miss Merry Christmas laughing. And, you know, he's, you know, trying to teach Chopper a lesson. That's awesome. <laughs> like, even though he is going through the most pain, he has this nice speech where it's, you know, there comes a time. Time for you. Uh, now, comes a time when a man, if if he's up against an enemy he's scared to death of, and then he gets smashed to a wall, so he, it's like blubbering yeah. at this point. It's like <laughs> even if there's no chance of winning, and it's just this whole build up is like, oh, Usopp, my man. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I, feel I didn't him. even realize at first. Like he's mid speech, 
And then, because he's getting just like, uh, Merry Christmas is using the, the Moletown uh, highway or whatever, straight toward Mr. Four. He sends him straight through a wall. His nose is bent up. He's lost another tooth. Yep. He's bleeding oh. out everywhere. <laughs> and we get the cleanup hitter, which we went full, full Mortal Kombat on yeah, this one. seriously. The, the crack in Usopp's skull. His, skull, his the, broken yeah, the broken nose. nose. Oof. I think his hair is cracked in that x-ray. <laughs> he should be dead. Yes, he should be dead. And even they believe that he should be dead because through sheer willpower, my God, Usopp, he stands back up and finishes his speech. It's that, and he's like, it's at the to- that time is when somebody makes fun of their friend's dream. And he's like, that's the one thing I won't let you laugh at. I love at. that. It's so meaningful that Usopp's one saying, because Luffy's going to be the king of the pirates. Exactly. I feel like there's a um, kind of a running theme almost, or I feel like I've seen a post floating around where it's like every time that like the Straw Hats say that Luffy's going to become king of the pirates, like, like Oda makes sure everybody gets their moment where they have absolute confidence in Luffy. And just, I, I love seeing this from Usopp because he was running away like four pages ago. And then, <laughs> yeah, like, he just just to have that. That's the one thing on I will let you laugh at. He throws away his own safety when he's like he doesn't care about himself, but they hear that about Luffy yep. and the fact that he's reflecting on Luffy to the these people is like no, I can't, I can't do. I'm this. proud and, of him. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> but they're like, okay, time to finish you off, and that's when Chopper kicks into action with his horn boost and Usopp. Suffering a concussion, yes. probably. <laughs> Screams out to Chopper, get he behind him. He still has him. a plan, despite the fact that he's bleeding out. He shoots off his smoke star, blinds Mr. Four, takes off his shoes <laughs> so that Chopper can go come back behind and scoop her up. That's so good. And then he imitates her to make it sound like she's coming up. And he, man, just smack right into Miss Merry Christmas's face. I, I love this because it's really like taking advantage of the fact that, that Mr. Four is really slow and kind of stupid. <laughs> Yes. And that that is yes. it is sort of one of those plans that would only work in this situation, but I it's completely valid. Even more impressive to me just like the uh on you know cuz you got that panel of Miss Merry Christmas just like, you know, like Looney Tunes you get in the background and like how they finish off Mr. 4 where it's like Usopp firing off a hammer like pulling it back on a Chopper's antlers. This is so cool. It is. And it, it makes me think that Mr. Four is a bit of a glass cannon that he hits really hard, but he can't take the damage because Usopp's normal. Yeah. And that's a, just, that's not a huge hammer at all by any means. Yeah. And having it launched into him straight into Lasso and then into a pillar, knocking them all down. And I don't know if no, his, his eyes are just all conked out at yeah, that point. Wow. Even before Lasso <laughs> sneezes up one last baseball and blows them all up. Wow. What a finish. Like, I, I, that's even better than the explosion because, you know, in, in retrospect, it made sense the fight wasn't over because Chopper had his hero moment, yeah. but Usopp didn't have his. I, God. Seeing Usopp finally get his moment, I think, is just like what really makes this fight stand out in my mind now more than it did the first time I read it. It's the ingenuity that you see each yeah. time like they come up with that stuff and have chopper understand it it's it's really good and thank god he's next to chopper because <laughs> right. he's, he's, he needs he's a doctor desperately needs a doctor oh boy does he we do get this little map showing where each of the fights are taking place but we also get actually before even that it was like i like that we get a little indication it's like usopp and chopper win the battle of alabarnas southeast yes Gate. and that it's like okay that's when a fight yes over. Uh, and I, I think that is something that remains consistent throughout the series once you get the little narration box it's over there you go <laughs> great chapter oh yeah 
Great, great finisher. into the fight. All right, chapter 187, Stalemate. And we're back with Hachi, volume five. He gives a piece of meat to a hungry man. <laughs> Again, emphasis on Hachi just being He's a, just good, a dude. good dude. I not not to spoil the um, chapter covers for later in this episode, but I love how much like a like a Zelda trading sequence these feels like, where you get one thing to get the other thing. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but you're yeah. right. He he gets the meat. He helps the panda shark. Yeah. gets meat. Shares the meat with this man, and then we'll see what it goes on exactly. as it goes on. It's just, it's it's nice to see. But it's also, I notice a trend of Hachi being rewarded for doing good yes. things. Yes, I think. Which I think is a nice way to show recovery. Mm-hmm. That is a good way to put it. Yeah, th- this is totally a redemption arc. This isn't like Buggy where it's, you know, he's obviously still bad. <laughs> yeah. He didn't learn anything. He is all about redeeming himself. Yeah, and it's at least... If not a little bit gullible, but, you know, genuinely like, you know, a good person. And and, and I yeah, feel like we, we yeah. always sort of got that even back in uh, Arlong Park where, you know, he was sort of the, the least bad and just kind of like a lovable doofus. He might have been the one to find the stuff that, that it revealed that Belmare was around. That's that's always going to be the big point, yeah, point against yeah. him. He's the one who revealed Belmare. Mm. <laughs> Hey, he's he's trying. He's getting better. <laughs> he's trying. Then we're back with more of the rebels fighting the soldiers, and it is pure chaos. Absolutely, Koza hanging in there, but his his wounds already yeah. opening up, and it's, it's looking a little rough. He's got a bit of a crazy plan to uh, basic. He's basically going to try to gut it to the palace. <laughs> yeah, be like surrender. You know, that's that's all it comes down to. It's I, th- like surrender, so we can save people yeah sure <laughs> classic cobra would do that but classic cobra you know actual cobra wouldn't let it get to this point yeah so. mm-hmm. Yeesh. but in the meantime vivi has successfully made it to the soldiers reveals herself and says and you know, d- demands to be taken to chaka yeah. uh, it's sort of interesting they, they talk about this a little bit later like yeah she's been gone for two years so i imagine just like the looks on these guards faces just like vivi what <laughs> Yeah, I didn't realize she'd been gone for that yeah. long. And then we're into the real meet, oh, yes. where time for the South Block at Polka Boulevard. <laughs> I didn't even realize it had a name. I, I didn't either until they said it yeah. here. And what a start to just have Sanji and Bon Clay kicking each other in the face, sending each other flying back into the building. I, I genuinely forgot how evenly matched this fight is. But just like, the, mm-hmm. I love I love the way o- Oda frames these two it feels like a like a kind of like a bit of like a kung fu movie but also like a like a classic cowboy kind of standoff in a way yeah yeah very it feels very cinematic (laughs) i I absolutely agree i I think this is some of his best action paneling to date uh what we see in this fight I, yeah. I am just consistently impressed. This is a fantastic fight and to start it off just showing <laughs> yes. how evenly matched they are is just great just seeing them all work together and get all these crazy techniques like the drunken swan soiree there's a lot of french words being thrown around as they fight each other yeah i love the 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 cell that ouch makes a return like again great high impact fight between the two of them screaming out their attack names and it just ends in an even match every time. God, like the impact where, where, where like Sanji's using the, the Mutant Mallet and Mr. Two's using the Swan Arabesque. And then just like you see kind of their legs, but just like an explosion of effects. Like they feels like they can't even reach each other. Uh-huh. And then they just go flying back again. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's like, okay, t- change of tactics. Time to use the clone clone fruit. Yes. I have this fantastic memory and I can create a montage of parts. And once I've crippled you with laughter, you'll be at my mercy. So here's the weirdest head, the weirdest eyes, the weirdest nose, and the weirdest mouth. And it's his own face with Usopp's nose. The gag, that's just like the... 
the timing of the panels here is so good. We're all, it's just like those two panels in the center where Sanji just says nothing. He, he holds that pose. And then it's just, you know, he's crying at the bottom panel. And Sanji's like, that was 90% you. Dude. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I love that joke so much. Just like the, the, uh, the effectiveness with which... Like, cause that, that there was like, oh God, like three, four pages of just like nonstop action. And then Oda is able to seamlessly be like, okay, time for a joke. And then kind of going back into the action. Yeah. Sanji gets a good hit and that's like, have you no feelings? And he's like, hey, that reminds me. I've I, In the past, I fought against somebody that couldn't bring himself to harm a friend. So let's see if this works on you. <laughs> he brings up Usopp and immediately gets kicked in the face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And we got this wonderful moment from Sanji. It's like, you're an idiot if you think I'd fall for your goofy illusions. It's the inside that counts. And he's like, he's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just, <laughs> just just on a dime, just transforms into Nami. You know, I uh, see you using your friend's faces won't work on you. Yes. And then... <laughs> the stone-faced and then Nami. And he just goes gaga. And then he's back to stone-faced. And it's just like, fool. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> Like, oh boy, this is where Sanji's weakness comes into play. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, indeed. And then uh, ending it off with Vivi reaching into the palace, palace me- meeting Chaka. She did it. This didn't get uh, held up. I love that she's repeating her father. Where She's like, if we do this thing, what? Will this kingdom come to an end? No, because this is not Alabasta. It's the people hurting them. It's just like, I love that realization on his face. It's like, that's what yes. the king said. But her plan is to destroy the palace, which I completely forgot that. Me too. Just blow it up. Yep. Get rid of it. That's that's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, co- coming from Vivi, it's kind of a wild plan when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it really is. We do have an SBS. Nothing really mu- much to mention other than left-handed versions of Sanji, Usopp, and Chopper. They're all great. Yeah, it's uh, honestly pretty great. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> it's like, here you go. Now give me a break. That's very Oda, I feel. Mm, yep. But uh, yeah, let's go ahead and move on to chapter 188, Oh Come My Way Karate. And we see the reward Hachi gets for giving this meat to this fisherman who's just still on this deserted island. He gets yeah. he gets a ring. Did Oda play Link's Awakening while drawing these? He might have. <laughs> it seems <laughs> like it. But yeah, that's that's really all it is. Hachi got a ring. Yeah, just, yeah. It's, save it. It's something that seems a little odd, but does get paid off, funny enough. Back into it, and everybody's freaking out that that Vivi wants to destroy the palace, and mm-hmm. the soldiers are telling Chaka to not follow her because it's four thousand years of history. Four thousand is an interesting number. That's all I'll say. Oh, okay. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> hmm. Oh boy, that's interesting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's reminded of Cobra, and he's like, "All right, as you wish." Yeah, and then they're just all right. They're, they're ready to do yeah, it. <laughs> let's do it. And we're we're back to the Sanji fight, and he's on the ground bleeding as Nami laughs over top of him. <laughs> Nami and that. I'm sure. He, I'm sure he likes it. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> he tries to overcome he it. Tries. He, he, he tries. He tries. <laughs> he tries. He's like, "You swan, you're not so hot." <laughs> it's just like, darn it, she's so cute. <laughs> And then, <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Oh, yes. The, oh, it's so hot in this country. You feel like taking off some clothes and Sanji 
just need some help. I love. I do love the gag. Swan Chop. He's like my eye. <laughs> yes, Swan Chop. <laughs> my eye. Because right, he's got his his, his eyes pop or like his. He's got like a heart eye popping out of his head, and then Bonkle Clay uses the swan chop. I didn't realize that's what was happening the first time. He literally chopped the chopped the heart eye, and that's what hurt his eye. Oh. <laughs> There's some ridiculous attacks, like the mascara boomerang, and yep. the faces on Sanji are so good, so good. He's <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I feel like he's just. He's really being pushed here. It really is. Wait a minute. Like, the, the mascara thing, does the mascara boomerang doesn't have anything to do with his devil fruit. So, like, that's just a thing he can do. Yeah. He just has razor sharp <laughs> mascara that he can throw like a boomerang. I just had to think about that for a second. He only uses it this one time, but it's just like, I, I think it just emphasizes how ridiculous he is. It's like, all right, time to finish you off. I'm going to twirl and then you're going to die and then I'm going to go kill Vivi. I love this attack. Uh, yeah. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> but then... Sure enough, somehow Sanji's able to get his uh, kickoff with the Jubet Jubast and kicks Bon Clay into the side of the wall and declares that he's found the flaw in his power. I wonder how many like holes in the wall they've made at this point. These buildings are still amazing that they're still standing, really. Seriously. And he's like, there's no flaw in my power. It's like Sanji's. Yeah, there is. There's a moment uh, where you're vulnerable. Just before you attack, you always turn your, you turn back into yourself by touching your face. <laughs> it's like his abilities are actually linked to the person he's mimicking, which is very interesting as far yeah, as devil is, fruit. Yeah, and a, and a really good observation from Sanji, you know, all while he's still suffering from <laughs> not being able to hit. I wonder if that means if he can copy like people have devil fruits, does that mean he can use their devil fruits? I assume not. I think I think maybe it just might be that the the oh come my way karate is tied to like how he like his base look. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's... Which, which could which makes sense because he, he's very proud of, of the way of the way that he is. Yeah. So it it, it, it makes sense in a weird way. <laughs> it does. It does. And get the silliness of him conf- like confirming and just like yeah yes it's fine it's like all right so what that's right i can only use my the, it when i'm in the form i trained it but you're too beaten up now and that's when he puts on his prima ballerina swan shoes god the transition for one i laughed so hard at this and then once he actually starts attacking with it <laughs> i laughed really hard at the like the fact that he had to declare that this one's the, the this one's a male this one's a female who can tell Sanji but yeah we got the swan bombardier and Sanji barely gets out of the way punches a hole straight through a building with nothing else no cracks nothing it's just limber necks beaks of steel that is shockingly impressive like it's weirdly cool this is peak one piece where it's just like the stupidest looking attacks are the most deadly very very true it's like it it's and apparently made of steel, and when you d- direct that enormous power into one point, it's more like a bullet. And then just God, I, I, I've, uh, on the next page here, where like like Sanji like tries to get in a good counter attack, and you know like they kind of block each other's legs, and I'm like, I would be afraid to kick that thing. Yeah, I have to imagine something. He still, I think, got the brunt of the hit because Bon Clay does not look as perturbed as Sanji after that hit, and yeah. he actually lands on his yeah, feet. And it's, it's increased his reach. And then he's going in for the Winter Wonderland jet, and Sanji lights a cigarette that signified and knows what's going on. And he's like, all right, he has longer reach, but slower recovery. So I just need to evade the attack, and I'll have the advantage. And 
that's exactly what he does. This sequence was really awesome where he sort of like backflips behind uh, Bond Clay. And Bond Clay, good on him, immediately switches to Nami. And <laughs> while he's in mid he calls out, oh, hey, what's that on your left cheek? Where? And then goes back to normal. <laughs> so good. Oh, that was, that's a and very good a hit. Good, a good thwack in. Yeah. Fun fight. Fun fight. Mm-hmm. One more SBS where it's actually rather interesting. I, I'm sure it's changed by now, but how TV stations worked in the day where One Piece actually wasn't aired all over Japan. It had to be the areas that didn't pick it up, which is crazy to me. And even, yeah, Oda says here, like, even is even airing in Taiwan. Yeah. Though uh, I do, I do sort of get it like Aomori or he, he names off it like Aomori Yamaguchi and Oita uh, don't get don't uh, get One Piece aired there Aomori is pretty like it's pretty far north like pretty far away from Tokyo mm-hmm. so it, it, it's definitely a bit pretty remote a little a little bit country oh uh, yeah and I, so that that makes sense to me but I don't, I don't know where Yamaguchi or Oita is and when you're no. country in Japan you are very country yeah <laughs> <laughs> so but it really is like, like Oda's just you know he mentions that he had anime he couldn't watch back in the day because he grew up in Kyushu, which is way down to the south. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, t- Tokyo's where all the good stuff happens. Yeah. Oh, well. But uh, chapter 189, two. So I just realized that they, uh, the chapters where they get defeated are just the numbers. Yes. I don't know why I didn't pick up on that until now. But either way, Hachi stumbles across the Goldfish Empire where the Goldfish Princess has actually <laughs> lost her ring. And sure enough, what does Hachi have? There it is. This is... <laughs> These animal designs are so good. They are incredible. It feels like a, just like a, like a really cursed Little Mermaid. It's wholesome. Hachi's... That's the big thing I'm getting from Hachi. It's not like hilarious or anything. Like some of them, some yeah. of them have been. But it's definitely the most wholesome at this point. It's very wholesome. I, I'm sorry to, to interrupt, but I just I had to do some Googling to um, about Oita and uh, Yamaguchi uh-huh. and where they are in Japan. They are closer to South Korea than they are Tokyo. Oh my God! Yeah, they're they're basically like not quite uh, Okinawa South, but like you know, like like southern part of that of very southern part of that island. That's of, of the uh, crazy. Yeah, so it's pretty far. Wow. Yeah. All right, but yeah, getting into the back into the fight, and Sanji is just pummeling Mister Two. Yeah, he's uh, taking the advantage back. And just, uh, I love, again, all of these attack names, like just coming out one after the other. Mm, when Sanji gets on a roll, it gets devastating. And Sanji even yes. does, Sanji does take a hit in the, to the gut with that swamp, but it still fights through it. <laughs> this crazy fight where they're both on their hands and they're hitting their feet I all I love around. it. Like I said, these are some That's dynamic so- and so like action-packed panels and you still understand what's going yeah. on like i never felt like i yeah. didn't know what was happening they're really easy to read but like there's just there's so much going on just i love the the framing it really benefits from these two being kind of equally matched where oda can really play with like parallels and paneling and stuff mm-hmm. it's it's rare that you get a very even match for a yeah. fight in, in mm. most shonen manga usually it's like One's obviously better than the other, and the other has to, you know, if it's the good guy that's not as good, he has to find a way to fight back. And, you know, that's always yeah. fun, but it's also unique to have a, an even battle. It's it's sort of like the yeah. why people love the Piccolo versus Android 17 fight. It's an even match. Yeah. You don't see that. And really, like, I think because they're so close, it makes it really entertaining when one kind of gets the advantage over the other, mm-hmm. which is, I feel like that's the basis of, like, all action scenes ever basically is that sort of like you know nobody has the advantage on either side for too long Uh, because at at that point it's just boring so Mm. 
I think what I, what I've really enjoyed about this fight is how fast the dynamics would change. But like, they kind of kind of feels like a, like a good fighting game match where like you gotta you know you go back to neutral, <laughs> they're evenly matched, mm-hmm. um, and then you know one goes in and gets the advantage, and it, it just sort of like there's always sort of like an evenly matched baseline. Yeah, and a lot of the, the tension comes from Sanji having to deal with Bon Clay's tricks and gimmicks yes. and uh, mm-hmm. finding ways around them, and it's it, it's. It's really fun. You get to, again. You got this showdown aspect to them when they get the last kick. They're both standing apart from each other, and then it's too much, and he's sent spinning into a building, taken out. Yeah. And even Sanjay kind of passes out. He is definitely on the on the edge. I do want to call out that that last spread where they kind of like cross over each other with the kicks, and just like that the background fades out. All you see is really like the dust, and it just it it's. And when you see them land and there's no background, like it just, it, it, it is so dramatic. Yeah, it, it just, <laughs> just communicates how big this fight was. And it's, ah, it's so fun. Yeah. And he's just like, well, I give up. You can finish me off, so kill me. Especially because the organization will eliminate me anyway. But then Sanji reads out and just says, it was a good fight. There's nothing more to be said. And Bon Clay, again, showing that he's kind of a good dude. This man is living <laughs> yeah. proof of grudging respect between enemies. I'm not going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> he gets beat Crying up anyway. anyway. Yeah, taking back Usopp's goggles. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, Sanji's the one fighting dirty now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. He walks away, undoes his tie, and he's like, well, I broke some more bones. <laughs> I love the uh, the narration box saying, winner Sanji spoils the victory. A dubious friendship. <laughs> yes. Yes, Absolutely. But we're back at the palace. They're gathering up all of the explosives. The idea is, well, basically she's saying, don't worry, Chaka. I, I understand that you had no choice. You've dealt with the violence admirably for more than two years without Igram to guide you. Even if we succeed to put down this rebellion, as long as he remains alive, this kingdom will never know peace. So it's like, still got to take out Crocodile. Yep. <laughs> it's the, uh, the major goal is yet to be achieved. No, it, it is kind of, uh, it, it's funny here that it, it the scene feels like they're already celebrating. Like, oh, this is a great plan. Yeah, this is a good idea. We've we got plans. We did it. Yes. It's like when the war is over, we'll throw a grand celebration for those pirates and get that feed me until I explode. But, yep. she's, you know, obviously still worried about them. However, time for a wrench. Crocodile appears. It's like, yeah. I did not remember that he showed up. No, here. I didn't either. I was I was genuinely surprised. He just shows up. He's like, yeah, I always like palaces. It's a perfect place from which to look down on vermin and just... Man, what a... Uh. You're not blowing up anything, <laughs> Vivi. <laughs> yep. That that face from Vivi, I feel like, tells you everything you need to know of the sort of, like, the implication that, like, oh, yeah, Luffy, Luffy lost. Big oh, time. yeah, that is... I didn't even think about that. The, that realization from her is like, oh, crap, where's Luffy? Yeah. Yeah, I did not think about that. That's ooh, bad. <laughs> but time for our, I guess, next fight. I'd say first, uh, last fight, because it's, you know, it's, it seems to be a double battle between Mr. One and Doublefinger and uh, Zoro and Nami. Yep. But Nami's run off. So he's having the <laughs> the birds look, look for her. He's like, wait, there she is. Let's take a shortcut. He's like, she sees exactly where she going is. Going the complete opposite way. Yes. <laughs> I think I think my favorite part throughout all of this is like Nami's running for her life, and just like yeah, you, you see Mister One and Miss Doublefinger just kind of casually walking behind <laughs> yes. her. Yes. It's like ah, oh, rule one in the guide to killing: crush the weaker target first. 
yeah, hey, yeah, he's got a point. Not bad. So yeah, Nami's Nami's in a bit of trouble. That's that's not so good, especially because you know uh-huh. Sanji had taking on the trouble taking on the second top agent, and she's against yes. the partner of the well, well as we'll see the partner. Uh, slight yep. spoiler for the chapter you should have read, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, either way, let's go ahead and get to chapter one hundred and ninety, and yeah, there's definitely a shorter episode this time, just because there's. It's all fights. It's just all fights. It's all fights. <laughs> They're fun fights, but there's not a lot of meat to get into them. But Haji, with his continued quest, trading quest, receives a golden trident for... That feels incredibly important. Yeah. I, I don't know what it's for or anything like that. I have no clue. But the fact that he got a trident, it's like, you know what? That seems like a heck of an upgrade for him. It's a, mm-hmm. That's a good weapon at the very least. Again, Haji, wholesome. Very wholesome. We get back to Nami. And she's just like, I can't run anymore. I have to fight. Looks back at the two. He's like, nope, can't. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, I, I really love that sort of, that that like kind of decision making feels very natural. Yeah, it does. It's like, it's just the sort of like, all right, got to do this. And then you just, you take one look and you're like, uh, no, no I, I, I can't do this. No. <laughs> but she almost gets caught by Mr. One before Zoro coming in with the save. So rad. Oh, it's super <laughs> rad, especially because he blocks it. And then the pillar behind him just splits like string cheese. Yes. <laughs> breaking vertically. Or, you know, as Zora points out, it's like, no, it did not break. That was the sound of a sword. Yeah. Wow. Goes to strike him as everything falls around. And uh, he's like, yeah, you cut that with your arm. Just some really, really cool paneling going on here. Oh, yeah. We get another good Zoro fight. It's been a little bit. Oh, yeah. It's good to have that back. And yeah, Mr. One ate the dice dice fruit. He's become a human mm. sword. I do really like. Did you remember that this was uh, like foreshadowed back at the Spider's Cafe? Uh, yeah, I, I remember that bit. I remember at the time it's like, oh, he did go through just a perfect circle type thing. Yeah, yeah. We're just like the shapes that he cut. Like, because he. Like, Bon Clay kicked him through a wall, I think. And then just, like, just the way that the, the debris was just like, that's not natural. No, no, no. Again, just a nice bit of foreshadowing to what is a devil fruit he might have. Mm-hmm. Uh, no surprise he has a devil fruit, to be honest, at this rate. Of course. Yeah, I mean, hey, he's, he's Mr. One. And uh, he's, he starts talking to Zoro. It's like, yeah, a few years ago on the East Blue, you turned down an offer to work for Baruch Works. So it's like, oh, yeah, it does get bad memories. You guys rejected the, your condi- my conditions. I, to- I told you I'd join if I could be the boss. That's so peak Zoro. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> That's like, oh, I love it. Yep. He's like, instead of agreeing to my demand, he attacked me. So I dealt with him. Do you have a new offer? Of course, I'm not interested in being the boss anymore. Only an idiot would want well, that Well, I love job. that, like, the page turn from Zoro talking smack to the just, like, instantly clash. Yeah. He's like, oh, he struck a nerve. <laughs> I, I, even Doublefinger is impressed, like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think she's a little taken with Zoro there. he's fun it's like uh, don't get cocky you're just a swordsman of a little band of no account pirates it's like so you're just a mindless puppet who's been sold to a fantasy world man the the just the clap back yeah it's it's good Uh, it's enough that mr one is just like no double finger out of here this is one-on-one yeah (laughs) i obviously we're not going to get much into this fight uh, in this batch of chapters, but this this is generally one of my favorite Zoro fights. Yeah, <laughs> and see, seeing it start here, I'm just like, oh man, ah, uh, here we go. This is a good one. That's <laughs> so high. <laughs> but Nami has run off, seems to be safe for now in some sort of alley, 
And she has a little bit of a flashback where she she went to Usopp to build her a weapon, which we saw like we she mentioned before, but this is the actual flashback to it. I just noticed Chopper's into the room sleeping yes. during this conversation. I didn't notice that uh, when I read through it. Also, wonderful little thing that Usopp ha- is Usopp's workshop painted on the side there. Yeah, and his it's like a little <laughs> a Japanese little... thing because his shoes are off as he's working. That's <laughs> I love it. Yeah, basically she's like, I don't want to be able to be a burden. I want to be able to fight, especially for Vivi. And he's like, well, there's not much time, so. Uh... And he's like, nope, stop. There's no task too difficult for Usopp. And she just, (laughs) she tries to use her Sanji tactics on him. It's just like, I love you. Thank Mm -hmm. you. I'm counting on you. And he's like, while he's trying to talk about the cost of materials. Yeah, it's like, the weapons don't uh, don't come cheap. (laughs) And she's just like, I'm counting on you. (laughs) (laughs) So she's like, all right, I have to do it. I hope she's all right, but I, for Vivi, but she's only one woman. I can take, take her. Again, the the page turn. Yeah. (laughs) Going from that. To just, like, Nami just gets, like, stabbed straight through from behind the wall. Ooh. And then all of a sudden, chunk, 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 chunk. And through the wall with that weird swish hip comes Miss Doublefinger. That is, again, I I made this comment, like, first time she did that, but it is genuinely, like, like something out of, like, a horror movie. (laughs) It really is. And that's when we find out that she's a human spike, the spike spike fruit, and can produce spikes from any part of her body. That is, uh... Looks genuinely painful. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I mean, kind of fitting that you got the slice and uh, poke, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like we got like the, the assassination devil fruits. Yeah, that's kind of the best way to put it. But it's time for her new weapon. It's time to, I'm dead. No more running. She's actually going to fight this time with the climate baton. According to Nami, it can summon clouds. It can make rain. It can stir up the wind. Once in this position, the miraculous baton can cause extraordinary changes in the weather. And she's going to start with Sunny. The second she said that, I was like, wasn't Alabasta having rain problems? Yeah. (laughs) Good point. But she presses the button. Fine tempo. And it's like a magic trick with pigeons. I mean, yeah, it's a gag, but I'm kind of genuinely surprised that like Usopp was able to engineer that. Yeah. Like, where were the pigeons hiding? But I do also feel a frustration that that that, that idiot <laughs> tosses them yeah, to the she ground. Yeah, just smacks it, just throws it down. And Miss Doublefinger is just sort of concerned. It's like, are you all right? I I like that she she's patient during this whole section. She is very patient. It's like, no, no, I gotta trust him. According to instructions, this form is a rifle, so it's all over for you now. Cloudy tempo and <laughs> the ridiculous is <laughs> like, oh, what pretty flowers! I like how she's genuinely impressed, and then she's like, I can't do anything with this. Do anything. <laughs> What a way to end this chapter and this uh, this episode of the podcast, right? It just just met Miss Doublefinger going poor thing. It's, yeah, it's like, oof. like the most non cliffhanger ever. <laughs> yeah, it, like God, we had so much hype <laughs> during this episode of the podcast, and it just ends like. <laughs> it's like it's it's funny but uh, it's, it's not yeah, like it's great like i don't fear for nami's life at this point because it's literally ending with with double finger going poor thing yeah it's just, there's genuine pity there what is she in for <laughs> yeah yeah uh, <laughs> you're being pitied by the person who's trying to kill you <laughs> we do get uh, an sbs before we end things off where we get the favorite tease of the baroque words works agents you know not, not what you'd expect Though this is one yeah. thing I did miss, that eagle-eyed um, readers spotted older oh, yeah. versions of the San Sand Band within the Rebels. That's so cool. That is, I yeah, did I, not I notice. I didn't even That's cross my awesome. mind. Good on him. 
that is attention to detail, both for Oda and the reader. Like, I did not notice mm -hmm. that. Before we go into the wrap-up, um, there is one thing I wanted to point out, and I don't know if... Because it is such a visual thing, I, I wonder if you might be able to edit in this picture for the video version of the podcast, because I'm about to send you something real quick. Sure. But because the first chapter that we covered on this episode of the podcast was the end of volume 21, so we're on volume 22 right now. Uh -huh. This is one of the few like like d double volume covers in the series where they're like matched. Yes. Because volume 21 is like all of Baroque works looking to the right and then volume 22 is all the straw hats looking to the left yeah and like when you put them together it's like they're having a standoff it's a cool picture and it they got the, it's really got the cool. concentric circles i love how <laughs> Carew and eyelashes are there to round out their crew <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're part of the crew yeah there's um i think there's maybe one i i definitely don't have all of the one piece uh cover arts like just in my memory um there's there's one other time extremely recently where i remembered that this happened oh nice well i, I, I remembered it because it was it was like a couple months ago <laughs> uh so i like uh, yeah Oda really plays with like the cover art for the volumes every now and again and i just i felt like because we were here like i had to point it yeah, out yeah it's it's pretty dang good so yeah um but yeah, that's it. I think uh, next time we'll be doing the fights with Double Finger and uh, Mr. One. I don't know if they finish next time, but uh, oh boy, we are rapidly getting towards the end of this arc. Yeah, we are so close to the end of Alabasta. To say we're at the end of Alabasta is so, like, I'm giddy. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. It's very cool. There And there's still so much hype stuff to come. Yeah, we got a lot to come. And I can say right now, the fight that I was not impressed with, I don't remember enjoying as much because it just went too long, in my opinion, was the Nami double finger fight. Yeah, seriously. I felt, if I remember, if my memory serves me correct, I felt like they pulled from the magic trick well way too much during that initial fight. Yeah, I wonder if that was it then, what we just saw. Like, is uh, the fight just going to be taken seriously then uh, here in the manga? I, I, I genuinely don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know either. Like, it might or something like that. But I just I just remember being, like, taken so long and me being gen genuinely frustrated with Usopp that, that this was happening. We'll see if I feel a little bit better about it next time. I do think it is, it is genuinely cool that she, like, has a weapon of her own. Yes, yes. That was... Ne uh, so necessary it's cool that nami can get on in on fights now yes and we'll see how those fights take part it's pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> so yeah with that i believe we've said all we've wanted to say about chapters 186 to 190 of one piece thank you so much for listening and you can find more of my ramblings and stream vods over at bitnerd games on youtube or bitnerd with an underscore at the end on twitter and brandon where can everyone find you at I'm at Brennabovia on Twitter. Uh, just, you know, talking about anime manga games in my job. Nothing really to shill this time, so just follow me. Yeah, definitely keep an eye on my social media. I want... I'm going to throw this out there, no promises. I I do think I might want to do a stream of a One Piece Odyssey when that comes Ooh, out. Oh, that'd be fun. You know, still, not for a while, but, you know, watch the space. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely check that out if you uh, get the chance. So, yeah, and mm -hmm. if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash Derek Bittner. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K-B-I-T-N-E-R to listen to the next episode three days early. And make sure you return next time as we discuss chapters 191 to 195 of One Piece. Until then, my friends, bye. Remember to take life one piece at a time. Now kill me. You may as well. The rogue works will do it anyway.
Don't just stand there. Get it over with. Come on, finish me. It was a good fight. And beyond that, we don't need any more words, do we? without question the deep respect that arises between rivals but I won't cry bye now oh and I'm taking back our sharpshooters goggles uh, well he did finish me 